So yet again, we've come to a passage in chapter in Deuteronomy where I hate that we are trying to keep this in five to six minute episodes because man, chapter 10 is so good. It's so good. Uh, the, fir- the first part of chapter 10 is kind of a continuation of chapter 9. If you remember in chapter 9, uh, right around verse 6 and 7, it starts off where God says, I didn't save you because you're good. You actually are a stubborn people. And the rest of chapter 9 is reminding them of that stubbornness, reminding them of how Moses interceded for them. And chapter 10 kind of continues that history lesson a little bit, again, where uh, it talks about how Moses went back up on the mountain and received the Ten Commandments again, and he made the Ark of the the covenant and where the Ten Commandments rested in, right? So that's kind of what the beginning of chapter 10 is talking about, how Moses gets the Ten Commandments, puts them in the Ark of the Covenant. And you get to verse 12, and verse 12 is so massive. And so I want to read verse 12 for us. It says, And now, Israel, what does the Lord God require of you? Now, I think this is important to notice here, is that as followers of God, God does have expectations for his children. God does have expectations. God, to use the word here, does have requirements of those who belong to him, right? I think uh, the, one of the greatest mistakes we make sometimes in churches is we we preach grace, 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 grace so much. And please hear me. I'm not saying that's bad to preach that. I'm not saying it's wrong to preach that. It absolutely is right and good and necessary to preach it. But if we're not careful, we preach it so much that someone can think, okay, I'm saved. I've been saved by his grace. Now I can just live how I want, right? Like I've been saved by grace. I get to live by grace or whatever. And and what we see, I I love, I'm a little partial to this because we wrote this song, but one of my favorite lines in By the Blood is that it says, now I've been freed to live and I'm enslaved to the risen king right? That that we are, I've heard it said before, we are freed to be a slave, that Jesus has saved us, but now I'm a son and daughter of God, right? So there's there's requirements, there are expectations as a son and daughter, how I should live. And so here, this is what happens here. God's saying, I brought you in, you, you were stubborn. So now in light of all this, in light of my grace, what does the Lord require of you? And he gives us a few things. Number one, to fear the Lord your God, right? to fear the Lord your God, to, to know how great and how awesome and how majestic and wonder our God is, to know how amazing he is. And there's a healthy fear of God that's happening here. So, so to not treat God casually, to not treat God lightly, but to follow him in reverence and in fear, to fear the Lord your God. Number two, to walk in all of his ways. And so right here, remember in Joshua chapter one, the recipe for success, how is Joshua going to be successful? He's going to be, he's going to be successful by not departing from the word of God. God says, Hey, here's the word. Now walk in it, Joshua, walk in what he says. So how did, what does the Lord require of his children? Fear the Lord, walk in his ways. Number three, I love this to love him. Right. And gosh, shouldn't that be easy? I mean, gosh, the, the creator of the heavens and the earth loved you enough to send his son to die for you so that we could have life and have life to the fullest and forgiveness of sins and freedom from hell and all these things. It should be easy to love him. Right. So what does the word require of you? Fear the Lord, walk in his ways to love him. And then listen to this, to serve the Lord, your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Right? Kind of reminds me of what Jesus uh, says in the New Testament, right? This this scribe comes up to Jesus, a Pharisee comes up to him and says, teacher, what is the greatest commandment of the law? And Jesus replies, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself, right? This is it, right? To love God and to serve him. And then fourth and finally, so love the or fear the Lord, walk in his ways, love him, serve the Lord, excuse me, fifth in verse 13, is to keep the commandments in the statutes of 
the Lord. And so this is similar to walk in his ways, right? Whatever God's word has said, be obedient to his word, right? This is what the Lord requires of his children, right? And I love this. At this point, think about this. We don't do these things to be saved, right? This is not a checklist to do these things to be saved. No, the people of God are already the people of God. They've been saved. Egypt has already happened. The Red Sea has happened. They have been saved. And so now as children, how are children of God to live? Fear the Lord, walk in his ways, love him, serve him, and keep his commandments. And goodness, I, I don't know about you, but man, you could copy and paste that to our life today. What what should we do? As children of God, sons of God, as daughters of God, how should we live? We should fear the Lord. We should walk in his ways. We should love him. We should serve the Lord with our heart and soul, and we should keep his commandments. And so uh, I'd encourage you to keep on reading this. I, I do think, and if you want to turn it off at this point, because I know I try to keep these five minutes and we're at the five minute mark, but I do think it's important to notice. I love what verse 16 says. It says, circumcise therefore the foreskin of your heart and be no longer stubborn, right? That circumcision was this physical sign in the Old Testament of what it meant to belong to the people of God and what it meant to belong to God. But, but here God is getting at the heart of the matter. It's not just the physical exercise that we do to be a child of God. No, no, it's heart change that happens, that there's something that happens in our heart. So we we set apart our heart. We set aside our heart and we say, okay, God, my, my heart is set apart for you. I'm going to fear you. I'm going to walk in your way. I'm going to love you. going to serve you and keep the commandments you give. And so I hope that uh, you'll read uh, verses 12 through 22 on your own because, man, we could preach a whole sermon on this and this is just five minutes. And so I hope you do that on your own. But but I want to say just one more time, what does it mean to be a child of God? How is a child of God to live? Fear the Lord, walk in his ways, love him, serve him with all your heart, with all your soul, and keep his commandments and statutes.